Welcome to Chasing the American Dream. I'm your host, Craig Tribal, and on this podcast, farmers, ranchers, contractors, we all gather and discuss our journey in chasing the American dream. With me today is Mr. Phil Thurston, uh, owner of Thurston Ag Services. Hi, Phil. How you doing? Hey, Craig. I'm doing just fine this evening. We're getting some rain this evening, so we're pretty happy. Well, that's cool. Um, tell me how you got started doing what you're doing and how the Conklin AgroVantage system has impacted your daily operations. Well, it's a similar story to a lot of people. I uh, came to a point where I was going to change, uh, change what I was doing as far as occupation. Uh, I actually moved back from being outside the United States, uh, had been overseas, and came back to the family farm property, so to speak, and began looking at opportunities and took up one of the opportunities was to do on a contract basis uh, custom spray work uh, that's turned into mostly uh, herbicide work for pasture situations in south central Oklahoma. And uh, so as I began uh, began doing that, <clears throat> do so in a local area, uh, but also began to look at the options as far as how we were doing that, not just the choice of herbicides, but how do we actually go about uh, using those herbicides to best advantage? Of course, one of the one of the main uh, main things you can do that really improves herbicide activity and and effect is a good surfactant, and that was really where I started with Conklin products was using the surfactants available just to simply go in a spray tank, and kind of develop that from there into using more and more of the AgroVantage line of products. Okay, so for our listening audience, uh, you know, we, we're going to talk a little bit about Conklin. Uh, our first three episodes, we were discussing Mick German's transition from being a dairy farmer to being a commercial roofing contractor. Uh, Conklin, as a manufacturer, has five product divisions, uh, one of which is you know, commercial roofing systems. Uh, the other uh, division that uh, distributors work in is the AgroVantage system, and, and AgroVantage is a lot more than just products there's a there's a soil testing there's there's a lot of science going on in the background and so for our listening audience that doesn't know a surfactant is is basically uh an additive you put in your spray mix to help it you know help the uh the spray mix spread and stick and penetrate the waxy outer surface on on the plants um and that's what surfactants do so so how you use those and uh what you use can have a huge impact on the success of your spray job is that a pretty fair assessment phil Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. As I mentioned, you know, as far as doing uh, herbicide work, spray work, uh, the surfactant is is really key uh, as far as getting the effect that you're expecting, as far as getting excellent results. And right. uh, and so so using a surfactant is just a given. Uh, it's surprising that that not everyone who, you know, goes about doing some spray work necessarily believes that or, or feels that way about it. But uh, I've seen the difference it makes. 
Well, that's, that's something I find interesting talking to producers. And I, I spend a lot of time working in the ag sector. Uh, that's kind of my, my home base. Uh, you know, we, we don't understand. We talk about herbicide resistance and weeds. Um, we look at, you know, when's it going to rain? What's going to happen? And and I, I see people just quite frankly do a lot of dumb things. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want to be harsh <laughs> and judgmental, but you know, um, you know, I remember back way back when I was a kid. You know, the idea of of putting uh, you know Don dish soap. In, sure. into uh, to a sprayer was you know that's that was an early cheap way of doing a surfactant um and basically a surfactant just makes water wetter um you know it helps it spread you know if you think about the, the water drop it hits on the leaf and it still forms that little bubble um if you have a surfactant in there it just spreads right out on that leaf surface uh the next thing yeah. in improvement would be penetrance in other words if you think about that old you know thistle bush out there in the pasture kind of rearing its ugly head up um you know those are pretty waxy they got a pretty tough exterior and, and we've got to drive that herbicide through that outer shell so to speak um, exactly and, yes. and that's your that's your penetrant part and then your sticker we call it sticker, uh, kind of like, you know, it's not like a pot sticker, like you get Chinese restaurant, but it's, uh, it helps it adhere to the leaf. I mean, in case a rain comes along, um, in that market, there's, there's a huge number of products. I mean, it seems like every, every co-op, every farm supply, I mean, they got something different. They got generic stuff. They've got uh name brand product. And I always, I always look at, I don't know about you, Phil, but I always look at how much do I have to use to get done what I want to, you know, get, get done a quality job because this impacts the environment. You know, we, we we're, as farmers, as people in agriculture, we're constantly attacked about our chemical use. And to me, this is one of the most important things we can pay attention to is to make sure that we're not, you know, we're not abusing those herbicides, uh, that we're out there at the right time, uh, when they're small, when we actually have a fighting chance, we're using the lowest rate possible and, uh, generally, you know, trying to do the best job we can. Um, what's your favorite, I mean, t- tell me about Conklin's surfactant, your surfactant of choice and, and kind of how the economics on that works. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll back up just for a moment and, and kind of reiterate a couple of points you made. Uh, you're right as far as, you know, we, we get a lot of environmental scrutiny today. And, of course, one of the things, uh, as you mentioned, that, that can be helpful is once we, once we have our timing down, in other words, it, it certainly doesn't do any good to use a herbicide at the wrong time. And I, and I'm really just referring to a very general sense of like the wrong season, uh, right. not necessarily which day of the, of this month or this week that we actually go out there and apply it, but we've got to use, uh, got to use a herbicide in the season. It's intended to be effective to expect that. Uh, and then, then we can begin to address some of those issues that you brought up, which are 
if we want to be environmentally sensitive, yeah, we should try and use a low rate. Now, that's counterbalanced with the, the situation of we, we need to use enough that it is effective against the target uh, weeds, against the plants that we don't want. Uh, it's got to be a dose that's strong enough to actually take those out. In other words, we don't want to uh, be out there using a herbicide to select the most resistant weeds which is how we get, you know, herbicide resistant uh, categories is use, uh, use too much, use at the wrong time, use too low a rate. And, and basically the ones that are left, the weeds that are left are the ones that are most tolerant against that herbicide. So we're trying to avoid that. One of the ways to avoid some of those issues is again, to use a good surfactant. Uh, and I, and I use that term kind of loosely as far as a good surfactant. Uh, there's a lot of low active ingredient uh, surfactants that can do the job. The trick is what you were about to point out, Craig, which is how much of a, of a lesser quality or a lower active ingredient surfactant does it take? And you start talking about using a quart or a half gallon or even more of the surfactant in the 100 gallons of spray mix in order for it to be effective if it's only got a 30 or 40 percent active ingredient. We can turn that back around and this is where uh, the Conklin products in particular come back in, and we can use a surfactant that has a high active ingredient. We can start talking about a 70% active ingredient or even as high as 100% active ingredient, no filler uh, in the surfactant mix. And the thing that does for us is it brings the amount of surfactant, the, the quarts, pints, ounces of surfactant necessary to put in 100 gallons of spray mix back down. And yet, because the active ingredient is still there, we still go out and we're very effective. We do those things you mentioned. We, we put the herbicide on the plant, it sticks, it penetrates, and then it has the ability to actually go through the plant, the weed in this case, and, and be effective at, at essentially killing that weed. But in other words, it all comes back to using a surfactant that allows the herbicide to do a good job of being transported inside the plant where the herbicide can actually be effective, can actually act. Uh, and then we, then we can come back around and we can talk about, well, how much active ingredient is in that surfactant and therefore how much do we need to use? All of that is important because that answers the question uh, that you were bringing up, which, which is what's most economical. I use the Rainfast surfactant from Conklin, which is a 100% active ingredient surfactant. So there's no filler there. It is, it is in the jug. It is all surfactant. It's not cheap, but the use rate is very low. Most right. people talk about using a quart or more per 100 gallons of spray solution. With Rainfast at 100% active ingredient, we're down to measuring ounces. Ounces yeah. of, of Rainfast surfactant per 100 gallons yeah. of spray mix. Real typical herbicide use is, is not but two ounces. So what it costs per 100 gallons of spray mix is very low, sometimes lower than buying the quote-unquote cheap stuff. Yeah. Real quick question. How, how big is your spray rig? How many gallons does it hold? I'm running a 1,250 gallon tank and 90 foot booms. 
so in other words, uh, just a typical mix uh, batch will be somewhere around 800 gallons. That, that usually works fairly well for the work I do. Uh, we don't necessarily have to have a completely full tank. But uh, with 800 gallons of mix, uh, and I'm typically running at 10, 10 gallons per acre, so that's about 80 acres worth. It's not a huge, uh, not a huge spray rig, but, uh, but it'll cover some, some area fairly quickly. Uh, so we try and mix up about 800 gallons normally. That's a big enough batch that uh, you know, we can put in a, a fair amount of herbicide. We can go out with a, a pretty good load uh, to cover quite a bit of area. It also allows us to use a fair amount of our additives, our surfactants, and our drift retardants and things like that. Well, that was my next question, uh, but but hold on. So you got so you're running 800 gallons. You got you got a big good size sprayer. You got a good, big tank on there. So yep. with with the Rainfast product, you need to use you know depending on what you're doing, eight to sixteen ounces exactly. of Rainfast instead of walking up you know backing your pickup up there and just and unloading two and a half gallon jugs of exactly surfactant into that into that inductor and, and mixing and that tank so it's it's a huge labor savings as well i mean exactly it's, 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 it's easy it wouldn't be something you would think would make a difference and some people some people get the idea said oh you gotta you gotta measure that it's so little you got to measure it and that takes time and effort it's like actually no it is, it is faster and easier to grab. I typically use a one-gallon container to hold the, the rain fast surfactant that I'm going to measure, okay? And then I've got, uh, because the, the rate is, the use rate is so low, typically I'm going to need about 16 ounces. So I have a, a one-quart uh, graduated cylinder. In other words, a plastic measuring cup that's marked off in ounces uh, and it'll hold a total of a quart. And typically I'm using about half of that. I'm using 16 ounces uh, for a typical batch of 800 gallons of spray mix. It is, it is very nice. It's very easy to simply reach over, grab a one gallon jug, supply jug of my surfactant, grab the measuring cup, pour 16 ounces into it and put that in the inductor. And I'm done as far as adequately covering surfactant use and needs in that whole batch right then and there uh you know if you're at a quart per hundred uh you know you are reaching for a two and a half gallon jug you know you've yeah. got to get a case you got to get you've got to have a case somewhere in the pickup on the spray uh trailer uh mix mix and load trailer uh somewhere and then you've you've got to you've got to start putting in so much of a two and a half gallon jug or or what's left in this jug plus part of another jug uh, it actually is a lot more effort, uh, which, you know, hey, in a busy day of spraying, the amount of effort it takes uh, at the end of the day ends up affecting how much time it takes. It's just a lot well, quicker I, and easier if you don't have to physically hoist as much material. Yeah, I, I actually kind of cheat on my jug uh, of rain fast. I've got a pump on mine that, you know, each push of the pump gives me an ounce of product. So, Mm -hmm. So I just roll up there and just start pumping until I hit the magic number on, you know, on what I need, which is, you know, usually 16, 16 ounces. I'm like you, I run a, about a, uh, usually around 800 gallon mix at a time. Yeah. Well, Bill, yeah. we're basically uh, talking two ounces per, uh, per hundred. And so, you know, whatever, whatever size batch you're making, 
uh, you know, if it's 100 gallons, you only need two ounces. So you really need very, very little to uh, to actually do the job. You know, when you get up 600 gallon mix, then sure, it does take a few more ounces, but uh, it's just so easy to do. Whether you're using an actual measuring cup, pump pump that, you know, puts out an ounce per pump or, or whatever. Yeah. Now, one of the things, too, before we before we shut this down, because I, I like to keep our, our little cash short and and uh, we'll uh, I want to I want to talk to you some more on our next episode about uh, liquid AMS and uh, drift retardant that you brought up. But sure. uh, this just a real quick hit out there. Um, on a you buy because you're a distributor for Conklin, you're actually buying at wholesale pricing. Correct. And, and uh and, and I know everybody says price is made up, but but what within as a distributor within Conklin, you have a you have a retail pricing. There's some different pricing levels, but wholesale is about as cheap as you can go. Retail on that, what do you think that costs per acre? Is that gonna be around fifty, sixty cents an acre? I, I haven't looked at pricing, so I don't know. Uh, I tell you how I remember it easier off the top of my head is uh, around a dollar twenty um, per uh, per hundred gallons of mix. Okay. Uh, if, if I remember, and again, that is off the top of my head. I have my notes somewhere, but but it works out to actually it's it's uh, re- might be at about fifty cents an acre. Uh, I think that works back down to um, uh, twelve and a half cents an acre. Uh, as far as uh, uh, wholesale price. So in other words, as yeah. a distributor, uh, you know, it, it it's the wrong idea to say, well, the, the cost of the surfactant is negligible at 12 and a half cents an acre. No, that's not correct. That just happens to be a fairly low price. It is a critical part of doing a spray job and, and being effective. So you don't want the, the dollars there to to mislead you as far as the importance of that surfactant in the in the spray mix but in other words obviously that's very reasonable pricing as well okay hey we're going to pick this up on the next episode talking about uh liquid ams and drift retardant so phil thanks so much um shout out how do they find thurston ag services if they're interested in availing themselves of your service of the AgroVantage products. Hey, if you're in South Central Oklahoma, Grady County in particular, uh, give me a call. Number's 405-312-0700. Shoot me a text there or uh, email uh, my initial P, Thurston, P-T-H-U-R-S-T-O-N, 64 at Gmail. Either way or not. That'll work. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Enjoyed being here. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.